Forge FC is ready for their upcoming match. Simply stunning stuff. And finally, their goal. My word, what a rocket. Now, let's get you up to date with Anthony Urcioli and Match Day Preview on the Forge Audio Network. Hello, you Forge faithful Forge Audio Network. I'm Anthony Urcioli. The official home is right here. The home of the reigning, defending, undisputed Canadian Premier League champions, Forge FC. This week's, this midweek match, uh, it's not a league one. It is a Canadian championship one. It's a semi-final Forge with an opportunity here to advance to the Canadian championship final. All they have to do is go on the road into Montreal and to beat CF Montreal. I don't understand. I don't know what the problem is, why that would be difficult. Uh, well, for starters, uh, listen, I, I'm going to tell you this, and I, and I wouldn't just be saying this unless I really, really believed it. There is an opening here for Forge FC. Yes, they're the underdogs. They're playing against a club that plays in Major League Soccer. They're on the road. Um, they've lost their last two matches against CF Montreal, won in penalties, um, which went the distance, and they just came up short, just bad luck in that one. And then the second time these two clubs played, it was last year, also in Montreal, Forge, a loss. And at the end of that match, head coach, sporting director, Bobby Smirniotis, called it the worst half. That first half in that match was the worst half of football he had ever seen since taking this job with Forge FC. So I like this combination here, and I'll tell you why. First time around, just unlucky, right? Plus, they were at home. Okay, skin of their teeth. Second time around, play really one of their worst matches since, since, since this club's inception. I think that's a recipe here. A club with this quality, both in coaching and in talent and in depth, there are a lot of lessons to be learned in that loss last year against CF Montreal that can be carried forward into this match. That match last year, if you do want to go back and watch, I'm not going to lie, it's ugly. If you do want to go back and watch it, uh, you won't even recognize your Forge FC. I mean, it looks like a completely different team. They didn't play their game. They didn't play their you know Bobby Ball total football brand with possession and with their pace and with their confidence and with that swagger. It just... They just didn't look like the same team. This time around, you take that experience, you learn from it, because you do not want to feel that again. At the very least, if things don't go your way and the result doesn't go your way, you at least want to come away with it saying, I mean, we just, you know, we got unlucky. We just, we, we didn't capitalize on this one chance or this second chance. It's not a great feeling. But at least you played your brand and you stuck to your identity, the, the identity that's been cultivated over four seasons, four plus seasons for Forge FC and why you are the three-time CPL champions. So I'm just saying, I'm not making any bold predictions. All I'm saying is there is an opportunity here. There's an opening. CF Montreal, not as good as they were last season. Not actually, I would say not even close to what they were last season. Forge. At this time last season, they hadn't hit the stride they have this year. They, they hit their stride early, which is rare for this club. Usually they get stronger as the season goes, and then they, they, they make a finals appearance and probably win a championship. This season, though, they started early, focused, 
they entered this season with a mindset of, yeah, we want to win another CPL title, but we want more. I mean, they made it known. There is unfinished business in the Canadian Championship and CONCACAF that they want more. And this is a golden opportunity against a Montreal squad that, that, that has some weaknesses that can be exposed, has some vulnerabilities. Again, midweek match, not a league match. You don't, you never know what these home sides, especially when you're a heavy favorite, what the mentality is going to be. Um, I think this is an amazing opportunity for Forge. And there is an opening. That's all I'm going to say. There is an opportunity here. For more on the season Montreal's had, uh, let's check in with our friend from canpl.ca, Mitchell Tierney. You know, Mitchell, it's an opportunity for Forge FC to um, exercise some demons against CF Montreal. They, they've had two shots at them, came really close the first time around. Weren't happy with their efforts the second time around. But um, yeah, I, I wonder, it's the Canadian Championship semifinal, big game for sure. For Montreal, though, who you don't have their league play to worry about, I, I, just, I, I guess I'm wondering, how important is this tournament to CF? Montreal is it as important as league play um I, I don't imagine they would overlook a match of this magnitude but but just your your thoughts on maybe their their their, their mindset going into this match against Forge FC I don't think so I think this is going to be a, a pretty important game for Montreal and what they want to do in terms of you know being that top club in Canada like I do think it's well it's more than bragging rights I mean it's both that it's their only real pathway into um, the CONCACAF Champions League as well. I don't think CF Montreal is going to be winning the MLS Cup this year, or the Supporters' Shield, certainly. But I think with what they've done in this competition and how they've been able to you know, use those results to kind of bleed into um, MLS as well, I think they'll really want to go for this and you know, continue to prove, especially after beating Toronto, like they, they'll feel like there's a pathway here now to, to a final and another... Um, another Canadian championship. So I think they'll be well up for this. I don't think, yeah, there'll be any drop off there. How would you maybe summarize Montreal's season to this point? I mean, I haven't been, I haven't been following them very closely, but just looking through some of the numbers, they look pretty kind of middle of the road average. Would you say average is kind of an accurate depiction of CF Montreal this season? I think it's been a tale of, you know, two halves so far. I mean, obviously it's, it's early on in the season, but they started dreadful. Like they looked in really shambolic shape. There was a lot of concern, you know, in terms of how it was playing out. They trade fan favorite Kamal Miller after already losing so many players that, you know, were, were loved there in terms of Alistair Johnson and, uh, Mihailovic and you know a bunch of those players that were so important to them last year but really the last couple of weeks you know even starting with their Canadian championship win against Von Azuri which you know is an expected game but one of those that if they lost it would have maybe created their season in terms of um yeah just how tough that would have been on on a club like that and their standards so I think that they've been they've been excellent lately in terms of a lot of young players. Matthew Chouinier, obviously David's brother, is a, is a player that is anytime this matchup is going to be circled, but has been you know national team good this year. I think, and I think we could see him in in John Herdman's camp this summer. And um, Sean Rea, another player with with Valor, who's a, an exciting one. So um, I, I think that they've finally started to fa- find some shape and find a system under Hernan Lozada that will make them you know a, a fun team to watch this season. You mentioned uh, Mathieu Chouanier. 
I, I, I mean, I had this written down. Uh, second most minutes on the club, leads the club in shot attempts and shots on target, leads his club in attacking assists by a wide margin, leads the club in tackles even. And I, I wrote here, national team with a question mark. But I, I mean, it sounds like there's, there's a chance here that he could get a look for, for the Canadian men's national team. I think he should. I mean, there's also, um, you know, Sam Piat hasn't played this season. Oso's been injured. I mean, there's some there's some considerations that way where where guys are, you know, maybe not up to up to their usual standards health wise. But I mean, if if you want to look at a comparison, sake, he played Mark Anthony K in Toronto FC off the park and you know, two separate matches back to back, who's kind of a guy he'd be competing with for that national team spot. So I really think this is a guy who, you know, considering his form, he's probably been the best Canadian player in MLS this year. So you have to give him that opportunity, I think. And, and a young guy who, you know, is progressing and playing in a position of need. Again, going into the season, he was a fullback. So there's less opportunity for him to get into that national team, considering the depth they have there. Now that he's playing as more of a, an attacking midfielder, there's really a, a spot there for him that's opened up. Mitchell, when you look at the the final four here, you have, uh, you know, Pacific and the Vancouver Whitecaps. You have Forge and CF Montreal. How... How let, let let's say how realistic, um, you know we we know Forts has a shot. We know Pacific has has beaten the Whitecaps before. It would mean so much to this league, to the fans of this league, to the players, for a CPL club to win the Canadian Championship, to win this tournament. By your honest assessment, how realistic is it um, that we could be seeing a CPL club hoisting the trophy? at the end of the, of the Canadian championship. I mean, they'll certainly both be underdogs going in. There's no question about that. Like you said, um, anytime a CPL team plays an MLS team, just in terms of expenditure, in terms of, you know, history, all of that, they're always going to be the underdog. But what, what I think is exciting is these are the best two Canadian MLS teams right now against the best two CPL teams in terms of form, in terms of where they are in the table, depth, everything. Um, so I think that makes it exciting. And look, I mean, you know, Forge will consider themselves up for any matchup. They've come close to beating Montreal before. Pacific have beat the Whitecaps before, and they're playing at home. And, you know, should they reach the final, that would also be at home at Starlight Stadium. So I think this is as good of a chance as, you know, the CPLs ever had in terms of, you know, a final they qualified for. Obviously, you know, Forge got into the, the 2020 final um, from a different system, but in terms of, yeah, just that opportunity, I think these are the best two maybe CPL teams we've ever seen in terms of the quality between Pacific and Forge. So uh, there's a real chance here. You know, and I would think too, you know, your player, your coach, I remember after the, the TFC Forge match where Forge came within, I mean, a whisker of of beating Toronto FC at home in, in one of the best sporting events I've ever been to. Um, not just at Tim Hortons Field, but, but ever. Um after that match, I remember Forge coach Bobby Smirniot is talking about how, you know, he basically said, watch that match, watch it back, and you tell me that these players could not be playing for an MLS club. Speaking to the talents um, that his club demonstrated. So when you talk about motivation, of course you want to win. But even beyond that, as a player, even as a coach, you know there are more eyes on you than maybe there normally would be. So even just 
for a chance to prove that that you belong among the um, the best soccer clubs in this country. You know how how big of a motivator is that? Absolutely, especially you know for a guy like Wubens, for example, who you know at some point wants to take that next step in his career. Sean Young for Pacific, these young guys who you know are getting this opportunity to really measure themselves against that next level of talent that that they want to reach. I think those are really players that that you watch for in these games, and how can they elevate their games to to that level of MLS? So yeah, there's there's always you know like you said, coaches, administrators, everyone, everyone from the CPL gets up for these games because it really is an opportunity to show how good this league is, you know, just five years into its existence. You know, going into this match, something has to give. It's very rude to look at your phone while you're doing a broadcast, but in this case, I, I have to do it because there's information in there I need. Um, but consider this. CF Montreal, unbeaten in their last four home games. Forge, unbeaten in their last six away games. And it's you got to remember something here. Forge, they haven't lost in their last 12 matches. I mean, there's a winning streak, or at least a, a um, you know, a streak in which they picked up points or just haven't lost um, in 12 matches. And when you break it down to league play, and you got to be careful with these stats because they're both playing in different leagues, of course. Um, but just th- this is how their seasons have gone. Um, Forge, first place in the CPL. Montreal, 13th place. They have five wins. They have eight losses, Forge. Zero losses this season. Three wins, three draws. Goals per match, which has been a theme this year with Forge, they could have a lot more than they do. Uh, They're still in the top half of the league in terms of goals scored per match, but it could be so much better. Last match, an example, league match against Vancouver at Tim Hortons Field. Right, We saw Forge rack up 71% of the possession. And... um, the game, the match ended scoreless. So it just that 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 finishing clinical that, that clinical finish hasn't quite been there for Forge this season. But even still, they've scored one point three three goals per match. CF Montreal zero point nine two goals conceded per match. Forge FC zero point eight three. CF Montreal one point six nine. I'm just saying. <laughs> opportunity is had here. In fact, you know, Montreal had a game this year where they lost 5 nothing to, to the Vancouver Whitecaps. There's something. There's an opening. That's all I'm going to say. Three keys to the match for Forge FC going into this one. Key number one, psychology majors. So many of these battles, um, especially in sports, they're, they're, they're won and lost before they even begin a lot of the times because there's always this kind of psychological advantage for one team over the other, for the most part. Forge are the underdogs. Um, they've lost twice to Montreal, as we've talked about. Use that experience as motivation. But don't play afraid to lose, right? Recipe for disaster. Instead, Forge needs to, to call back to that experience against Toronto FC even. You know, where they outplayed the MLS side, deserve to win. Forge needs to be in that right mindset, first and foremost. And that's before anything else. The pressure is on Montreal in this one. It's a rare opportunity for Forge where they don't have this pressure of being the favorite. It's all in Montreal. If Forge can just maintain their focus throughout the match, display that that, that resilience in challenging situations like they, like they have before, and capitalize on Montreal's mistakes, on their lapses. And I like Forge's chances. Key number two for Forge, dual domination. 
Interesting stats I picked up on in Major League Soccer. When when you look at the overall stats, Montreal is essentially middle of the road in many categories. Um, one area, I should say areas of major weakness when comparing Montreal to the other clubs, duels and interceptions. What does that mean? Dead last in both categories, by the way. Ford should feel confident in their ability to win those one-on-one battles. And the majority of those battles, by the way, they come down to effort, right? First, second, third, fourth effort. It should be comforting for Forge as the underdogs to know that the result will likely come down to which team just wants it more and puts in that and just gives that extra. And that levels the playing field. And that's that's good news when you're the away side um, in a match where, where, quite frankly, from a neutral standpoint, you're not expected to win. Key number three for Forge FC. Finer Things Club. Um, Andy Bernard, not allowed in the Finer Things Club. Forge, they can find their place. They might be running the Finer Things Club. Head coach, Bobby Smirniotis, he once told me uh, that the most important play in soccer is a throw-in. What did he mean by that? Results often come down to the finer details, the singular moments in a match that end up making a major, major difference. Whether it's a throw-in, a set piece, Forge, they have to treat these smaller moments with importance. Like they mean everything. Every little moment has to be treated like they are game-changing. Um, this club spends a lot of time in training, working on these things, on these finer things, on set pieces, on set plays, and they can act as a great equalizer because all you need is one of these things to go right and a throw in to go wrong for the other side. Um, and it really levels things, especially for a road club playing against um, a club that is the favorite in this one. All right. Those are your three keys for Jeff C. The time for talking, we're, this is, we've said, there's nothing left to be said. We've said it all. Now it's up to the club to perform. They are on the road against CF Montreal. You can catch the match. They're on soccer, uh, Fubo TV, however you get your Forge matches live. That's where you're going to find it. And um, hopefully the next time we speak, that'll be after this match. We'll be talking about a Forge uh, a W. So enjoy. It should be exciting. We'll talk to you soon. Forge FC is prepared, and now you are informed. This has been Match Day Preview with Anthony Urcioli on the Forge Audio Network. Subscribe on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.